This is the Pete and Kimber podcast. Do you ever host the Christmas lunch? Uh, we've we've done it once. We did it once years ago, um, and it was I actually really enjoyed it. And the reason, oh. yeah, no, the reason why I really enjoyed it. I, mean, I, I like, and we we generally like hosting anyway. Um, but I enjoyed it because it means that we didn't have to be in the car for three hours over the course of the day, <laughs> right? So uh, my family came over in the morning. And then uh, after lunch, the in-laws came around, you know, and like, so for us, traditionally, it's you get up, there's the chaos of the morning, um, you try and smash a little bit of breakfast, and then you open some presents, and then you go to mum and dad's house, and then from mum and dad's house, it's a rush to the in-laws' place, and then it's the afternoon of the in-laws' place before it's back to Nonna's place Um, later on this afternoon. It's making me not want to do Christmas. Can you just stop? (laughs) I already hate the idea of all of that, and I don't have to go. All right, you Grinch. (laughs) I'm not a Grinch. I just... I don't like all the fuss. I've never offered to do Christmas lunch at my place. I've never? never I've never offered to host and I never will. In fact, I don't even take a dish. Like I will message mum on the morning of and go, Oh, forgot to ask. Am I supposed to bring something? And I do it genuinely. I'm not doing it to like catch her out or anything. Is it because you it, you just forget it just doesn't cross your mind or what? I would eat Vegemite on bread. I I couldn't care less. It's about being with the family and being with the people I love. I don't really care about the the spoils and the food and the it's lovely that they do a lovely job of putting that on. Okay. But Who's... I'm very casual. I'm a very casual Christmas person. And so I celebrate Christmas and I love it, but I'm also like it's not until the morning of that I realise, oh God, was I supposed to take a thing? Okay. And so I never mum will be like, Oh, you could bring a salad and I'll throw together whatever I can find in the fridge. Or mum will go, <laughs> cheese. Oh, don't worry about it'll it. It'll be We've cheese got and it. <laughs> chocolate. I guarantee you, Mama, Mama Cahill, it'll be cheese and chocolate. Yeah. Half I, half. I guess I'm just, you know, and my sister in law loves hosting. Every couple of years she'll go, Can we host it at our place? Because she likes putting it on and she's really into Christmas. I just I'm so relaxed about it. Like I, yeah, I but it's just, easy to be relaxed about it when you've got people in your family who aren't relaxed yeah, about it. Yeah, but if you do it enough, people have no expectations of you. Like no one has turned around and gone, hey, when's Kim going to start pulling her weight? Everyone is just like, she won't bring anything. Let's not bank on her. I just, and no one seems to mind. No yeah. one's given me an intervention. No one's pulled me aside and said, hey, when are you going to start doing something? I think we're all just quite relaxed about the whole thing. On my, um, on my side of the family... Um, we're traditionally the ones who bring the fruit salad, right? And we're very much like you in the sense that it kind of sort of gets to, oh, it's Christmas Day and or even the day before and so on and so forth. But it's also a little bit um, like my my sister-in-law is a really, really good cook. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't matter whether it's uh, savoury meals or it's desserts or anything like that. And she loves it that much that she'll tend to make some savoury things and she'll make some sweet things. Uh-huh. And then we rock up and we've just got a fruit salad. And on the and- day you're like, oh, I've got to do the fruit salad. <laughs> Honey, can carrot go in the fruit salad? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, can't get, I can't wait to get there and smash everybody else's food, that's for sure. <laughs> also, you said you start with breakfast, dude. I start with chocolate. <laughs> Pete and Kimba. Christmas is traditional. There's certain things that you do every year that just feel like that's the way your family does it. Mm-hmm. But I can't help but feel that we have no, we, there's no ability to make Christmas contemporary. Like <laughs> Christmas, Christmas is always a little bit daggy and we're all okay with it. Like everyone is embracing the dagginess of Christmas because, you know, you'll put on the carols while you put the tree up and you'll, you know, sit around. Christmas. I love this song. Did it Chris Rea? 
Yep. Um, oh, there it is. And it has to be these versions as well, the original versions. Thank you, Bing Crosby. Yeah, it is. And then you sit around at lunch and you do the bonbons and you wear the daggy Christmas hats and you tell the stupid jokes and you play with the silly toys. Like, it is just... That's what makes Christmas, and if we remove that element, it's not Christmas anymore. The toys aren't as good as what I remember them to be out of the bonbons when I was a kid. Like, I remember when I was a kid, I'm sure I used to get things like the little army men with the parachutes attached to them, and we spend the whole day throwing them off high places. I kind of feel like you don't get those anymore. Oh, you've got to go. You've got to upgrade. We had really good ones last year. I don't know where mum got them, but they were fancy. They were probably the fanciest item on our table, because we don't even, like set places. Mum has one Christmas tablecloth that comes out and we don't, we just throw plates on the table. There's no like, we don't do anything fancy. It's so funny you say the one Christmas tablecloth because when we were preparing to talk about this, I was writing down some of the daggy things and I put their one Christmas tablecloth. It's the same one every year. It's the same one, you're right. And like, mum just puts the whole box of bonbons (laughs) on the table. We don't even take the bonbons out and place them at people's dinner plates. It's just, we just put the box on the table and you just take one out of the box when you can be bothered. But she bought fancy ones last year and they had like these sort of stainless steel puzzles and games and stuff in them. Wow. They were fancy. That's awesome. Yeah, quite enjoyed them last year. Um, we get the, there's very specific Christmas plate wear that only makes it once a year. Of that, course that, your mum yeah. has Christmas plate. She's got Christmas plate wear. Um, all of the, the red and greens come out, right? Now, I've never seen red and green anywhere in mum's house other than when it's Christmas time. The red yeah. and greens make an appearance. Yep. Um, and, the, and yeah, like between the, the songs and everything else, but it's, I mean, it's just what Christmas is meant to be, right? Like you it's, can't make it contemporary. You can't make it contemporary. I've seen some of these, like on Instagram, where you see some of the influencers, for example, where they have these these Christmas trees that blow my mind that it costs like between three and nine thousand mm-hmm. dollars, and they are contemporary looking Christmas trees. And like I look at them, I'm like, yeah, it's nice, but. It just doesn't make me feel the same way that our Christmas tree or my parents' Christmas tree does when you walk in and see the same baubles on it that have been there for the last 38 years. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yep. it's, yeah, it's special. I'm just saying, wrap your arms around Daggy Christmas. Let's just keep doing it year after year after year. Crown Perth in December and Juliet. Ticketmaster.com.au for your details. And the man playing William Shakespeare in this amazing musical is Rob Mills. And he joins us now. Good morning to you, Robbie. Good morning, guys. How you going? Hi, Rob. How long's the season of and Juliet? So it'll run from New Year's Eve. I think till like mid-February, I want to say, or the beginning of February. So it's like five weeks. Five weeks. Is that the longest season you've been a part of for a theatre show? No, I did Wicked for two years. Two years? In 2008. And how often were you doing Wicked per week for two years? Eight shows a week. (gasps) Yeah. What? Okay, so you know how to pull yourself through a, like a monster run. Yeah. Wednesday to Sunday, I think that that schedule was. Um, in, In Singapore, we just did six shows a week. Um, with Anne Juliet recently, and that was the best. I was like, six shows a week? This is amazing. In the opera, <laughs> they do four shows a week. That's it. Wow. Oh. That's but insane. I want, I want I, the opera schedule. I think it's more about, too, the skill of making it seem fresh every night. 
I well, mean, that's the thing, you know, because you're doing it over and over, but you've yep. got to make it feel fresh. And that's a little bit easier with Anne Juliet because it's full of pop songs. Yeah. It's got high energy. It's got awesome actors. Yeah. Hayden T, Casey Donovan, my good friend Amy La Palma plays my wife, and she keeps it fresh every single night. Also, these young kids that are coming through, like Lorinda and, and Blake, Jesse um, and Yash, there's just so... They're, they're all incredible. It's, it's great to be a part of a young cast. I'm actually the oldest. I think I'm the oldest person at the cast. <laughs> so weird. You know, I want to be friends with Casey Donovan. You know, you meet people in life or you don't meet them. You just hear of celebrities and stuff and you're like, I think we need to be friends. And Casey just hasn't got the memo yet. Like she doesn't I'll bring her in. Yet. I'll bring her in. I'll yeah. bring her in when we're here. She's, cool. she, she will love you. Can you just like <laughs> run past her first instead of surprising her? No, no, no. Her? Just like. Here's your new best friend. Because if somebody's looking at you going, I really want to be friends with you. <laughs> and I'm going to hold you and squeeze you. And <laughs> she's awesome. She's so, she's so super talented. Now you're playing Will Shakespeare in Anne Juliet. But this is, this is uh, Shakespeare with a bit of a difference, right? Yeah. So it's. Imagine Romeo and Juliet if Juliet didn't decide to take her own life at the end of the the play. Which sounds like a much punchier place to start, <laughs> yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, so at the very beginning, I talk about how awesome this new ending is that I've written to all the players that are on stage. So it's like a play within a oh, play. Oh, yeah, cute. And my wife, Anne Hathaway, comes out and she's like, this is dreadful. <laughs> like, this ending is not good at all. Actually, she says the word, uh, I can't say it here. Um, and so... It, that's how it it stems from them. She takes my quill and re- starts to rewrite how she thinks the ending should go. Oh right! And the next thing you know, you've she's re and we have rewritten a whole new play together. It's really fun. It's it's the the back and forth between husband and wife that I think everyone in the audience will will understand that sort of that English style banter, mm-hmm. um, which I really which I really really like. Uh, also, because Amy is just super fun to work with, um, but also all the different forms of love and all these new characters that you get to meet. Like um, Angelique, who's played by Casey, she's um, Juliet's nurse, who you, you'd know from Romeo and Juliet. Um, she has a much bigger part in this version and she finds a long lost love. Aww. And then um, Juliet gets a new boyfriend who then finds another potential wow. person as well to be with. Like it's, it, and then. I mean, I, tough act to follow, right? Yeah. I mean, Romeo and Juliet and you're like, oh, I'm the guy who came after Romeo. <laughs> <laughs> but even that, they're, they're so opposites in their, their, their sort of um, archetypes as well. Um, Romeo is like this sort of rock star kind of type person. And then um, Francois is very like nervous and shy and like m- musical. And yeah, it's very, it's very cute, very funny. Um, I just love it. I, I, I love this show more than anything I've ever been a part of. I get the same feeling actually when I started doing Wicked, this sort of show about female empowerment and like these great characters with great songs and great through line. I feel the same way about this, and this is what, 15, 15 years on about yeah, this amazing. show. But all with um, incredible pop hits by Max Martin. Like he's just, he's the, he's like the modern day Shakespeare. <laughs> also the, arra- the, the, the arrangements, the arrangements of this, um, of the music in this show are so cool. The guy, uh, Bill Sherman and Dom, um, Bill also worked on Hamilton. Um, oh, he's great. also the musical producer on Sesame Street. He's like the oh, loveliest, oh. awesome, most, like most awesome human. So everyone involved in this. Huge people involved oh, in the show. Like the best. Um, William Shakespeare, that's who you're playing, Rob Mills in Anne Juliet. Crown Perth in December. Head to ticketmaster.com.au. Thanks for joining us, mate. The Pete and Kimber Podcast.